Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. We want to welcome Chris Robb, who is the CEO and founder of Mass Participation World, to morning uh, weekend mornings. Chris, welcome. Thanks for hi, coming in. Hi, hi, Neil. Great to be here. Yeah. Morning, Chris. Great to see you again. And uh, the big conference coming up from the 2nd to the 4th of December, Mass, the inaugural Mass Participation Asia Conference. What does mass participation mean? What is this conference all about? Yeah, it's a great question. People often ask me, well, what's mass participation? And a yeah. few years ago, I would have said it's, it's big running events, cycling mm. events, triathlons, yeah. uh, swimming events. Now, more and more, I say it's, well, why wouldn't that be grassroots football, grassroots rugby, baseball, whatever country you're in? You know, tens of thousands of people getting out there and getting active, getting healthy, being together with family, friends, bonding, mm. all those kind of things, impacting their health and well-being in a great way in, in, group, in big groups. I mean, you're the CEO of uh, Mass Participation World, and you founded it, I believe. That's How right, did it yeah. come about? What was the reason for... What motivated you to start this off? Yeah, thanks. It's, it, it's a great question. I've, I've been in the industry now for 35 years. I organized my first event when I was 16 and growing up as a schoolboy in Zimbabwe. <laughs> this was a, a, a running event? A running event. A little, little, little fundraiser at my school in Zimbabwe. 16, please. Yeah, and, uh, and I've now been in the industry 35 years. Yeah. And you know, prior to this, immediately, I was the race director of the Standard Chartered Singapore Marathon, which right. is on this weekend. And about uh, five years ago, 2015, I recognized that there was this in- opportunity to bring this industry together, promote collaboration, encourage best practice as, as the industry continues to expand in massive numbers across the region. Mm. You know, there's like 1,600 timed running events in China this year alone. What? 40, 40% year-on-year year growth from last year. India's exploding. Singapore's gone through that and uh, and is kind of plateauing a little bit at the moment. So it was like, how can we bring the industry together? And there's in, in the industry, there are a number of different conferences, but in single verticals, there's a Running USA and a Triathlon mm. Business International. And, and I believe that the entire industry can work together. We all face similar challenges and opportunities. So yeah. bringing the people together from the industry, whether they be organizers, sponsors, government, cities, suppliers, to learn from each other, to collaborate, to look at ways that we can expand and grow the business. And is that what you talk about? Sorry, Glenn, is that yeah, what you sorry. talk about? How you organize events better or sharing resources? What, what sort of things do you talk yeah, about? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of, and what I try to do with, with Mass Participation World, so it started in 2015 as Mass Participation Asia, and it's now become Mass Participation World with uh, mm. aspirations to take it global. And the idea is to bring not only the industry, but outside of the industry to, together. So, you know, how, how do we learn? I think quite a lot of industries can get kind of siloed and focused on what's been practice in our own industry and what I try to do is I bring the different again that idea of bringing the different verticals together but also bringing people from other industries so that we can learn from what might happen in for example esports which you know there's a there's conjecture as to whether that's mass participation or it's its own industry I think it's part of mass participation as well we had tennis we've had one championship we had uh, Formula One we've had Formula E who's coming here this year we got all those kind of different sport verticals and industry verticals fundamentally mass participation Participation is made up of thousands and thousands, tens of thousands across the world, maybe probably millions of entrepreneurs. It's, you know, a mm. couple of people with a passion project that they say, well, I'm a runner and let me organize a fun run and I want to make an impact. Mm, yeah. So there's a lot of teaching entrepreneurial skills as well. Yeah. In studio with mass 
event organizer for decades now, Chris Robb, who is the CEO and founder of Mass Participation World, a big conference coming up here in Singapore, the 2nd to the 4th of December at the Hilton. And Chris, you know, you're, you're going to have hundreds and hundreds of delegates from dozens of countries, uh, renowned presenters. What is the what is the scope and the breadth of what's going to be talked about at the, at the conference this coming week? Yeah, the theme for this year is Mass Participation 365. So I, I believe, and, and you know, a number of people, one of our big supporters of this conference is Mr. Lim Tekien, the CEO of, of Sports Singapore. Mm. And you see the amazing work that Sports Singapore and Singapore generally, I think Singapore is a leader in terms of getting people active. Because you've been um, here for but, decades already yeah, in Singapore, I mean, and you've I, seen the growth I've of it. I've seen the growth. I mean, yeah. I was here for the, the, the you know, the, the very, whilst I wasn't working on it, the very first standard chartered marathon, where yeah. I think it was 3,000 participants. I remember it. And that's grown on to, yeah. you know, that tonight there'll be over 50,000 50, people running around there. So, yeah. so it's incredible what Singapore's done. And we believe it's important to drive year-round engagement, you know, so people don't just run in the marathon and then go away and do nothing. It's, it's how can we get people to be active all year round? But I think one of the biggest missed opportunities in the mass participation industry is a lack of ongoing engagement with participants. And that's kind of one of the messages. I see people going, recruiting a whole bunch of new customers. And I think you see it in quite a lot of different industries. So we go and spend all this money recruiting new customers, but we're not even speaking to our existing customers. So how often have you had, you know, Glenn, entries for the marathon have opened, please sign up. Thanks for signing up. Here's a training program. Please turn up. Thanks for running. And then they don't talk to you for six months. And then six months later, they start the same process. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying if we can engage with people all year round, those people become our advocates. They go and refer and talk about it to friends. So you're not going and spending all this money to go and get a whole bunch of new people. You're getting those people to market for you to a degree. What have you seen, Chris, that would be a best practice for keeping that engagement going? Let's use the example of the marathon. Uh, Like you just like you just pointed yeah. out, right? Everyone gets pumped up for it. They do it. And then, you know, thank you. Get your pictures here. And then it kind of drops off for a while. What what should be the next logical steps over the the next six or nine months? Yeah, look, it's it's not easy. And that's, I'm not, not sitting here saying I've got all the answers. Sure. And, you know, it's about being authentic, as you would appreciate as a consumer. People that come and speak to you in an authentic way yeah. are generally people you're going to be engaged with. But I think the beauty of marathons and running events, triathlon events, cycling events, is everyone's got a story. There's so much great content there. Mm. People run to raise money for charity. They raise money for a cause that they're passionate about. It's a challenge, you know, having a beer with your mate and saying, come on, let's run the marathon this year or let's go and cycle in France and do tap the tour as one of the stages of the Tour de France. So I think it's harnessing so much of that amazing content and continuing to share that in, and engage with people. You know, So people that ran in the marathon tomorrow, what are they doing in six months? time, nine months time, what are their stories that can be shared with other people within that group is is one of the ways of doing it. Obviously, you have a lot of partner brands that are involved in it as well. So what are ways of bringing those brands into the narrative? So it's not just a sell, but it's opportunities to enhance the lives of those so participants. So would it be future, you know, additional events then? or Petition, Potentially additional events. And that's, and that's easier for someone like Ironman that has a portfolio of events. Quite a lot of these organizers are people that have one or two events a year. Mm. So it becomes even harder to say, well, Glenn, I want you to, to, to run in a, in a year's time or let's say 10 months time, two months after the event. How do I authentically engage with you for that period of time? Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's, a, it's about being, bringing in, uh, you know, some of, some of your, um, uh, your people that have run in the event that might be, mm. you know, ordinary human beings. And how can we tell their story on, on an ongoing person? It's great to maybe bring some 
some celebrities and brand ambassadors in, but I think there's opportunities to work with hmm. with the people that have participated in the event, share their journey for the rest of the year. Obviously, yeah. when you're running a marathon, you might be training for six months, so how can you share some of that content and yeah. get people engaged? But yeah. it's such a fascinating and seemingly simple suggestion that you're making because I'm sitting here thinking, I did the, the half marathon, the Stanchart half marathon about four years ago, and as you're talking, I'm thinking... That's the only race that I know of that stays engaged with me throughout the year. I've done other things. I've done, I won't say their names, but I've done other runs, 10K, this one, that one. They've never followed up with me. Once that race ended and I got my photos, uh, the Eco Run would be the other one. So the NTUC Eco Run and the Stanchart Marathon, they follow up with me all through the year. Mm. And that's why I'm aware of their events. I'm aware of what's coming up. I'm aware of what's past. And it's a simple thing. It's yeah. just an email every so often. And it is really that simple, isn't yeah. it? I have no idea what the other events are doing, but I know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And, and, and look, I think there's so many different ways as well. There's no real excuses these days with the technology that we have about it. So, for example, I yeah. had an incredible experience last night with my little son, Sam. We've been coming back for, this is his, his fourth, he turns five in, in a week's time. He was born the day after the marathon five years ago. <laughs> um, and, and, he, and, and, and we've run in four of these events. And we have an amazing time. And even then, you know, Ironman is amazing at what they do. But I think there's an opportunity even for them to take it a step further. So in the marketing, Chris, here's a photo of you running with Sam in last year's marathon. I hope you're going to come back and join us. Instantly, that's, uh, you know, I, I get this emotional, hey, I've had a great time with him. Hey, and by the way... We noticed that you've maybe not entered the 5K that, that's a new event or the 10K. Here's a, here's a pass for you as a, mm. as a past participant. We're going to give you 10% off and, 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 you know, those kind of things. I think if you're – you don't have to be super creative about it. So, well, here's someone who's clearly engaged. They've been coming back mm. for four years and I'm using that as an example. As you know, been running for four years with their son. They, they must be an advocate for – the more we can engage with them on an emotional level. There's a picture. You ran in this time. Here's, here's, here's a, you know, the, the medal, you, you, and, you and your son holding a photo of the medal because there's all these. I, I've been being sent photos last night of, you know, we were lucky the wave that we were in. We were on the, right on the start line. And, you know, mm. I got four photos last night of people saying, wow. here's a picture of you and Sam on the start line. <laughs> so, that, you know, that's like, wow, how's that great? You show it to him. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying. Everyone's got this story. You've obviously participated in these things, Neil. It brings yeah. back great emotions, but quite a lot of events don't harness that. But it also harnesses what social media platforms have been doing for years which is here's that memory of you from a year ago here's that memory of you from two years ago and it triggers the old muscle memory as you say it's so obvious why can't sporting events do the same thing here's you running i've done so many runs with my daughter like yourself yeah. for five or six years why don't they send me photos about it why don't i get mem- i get memories from facebook yeah. but i don't get memories from the actual organizer yeah. of the event and it's such a simple marketing tool when i think about it yeah. you're a genius chris <laughs> you're a genius chris, is, is there is there a you know a recognized CRM platform out there uh, that sports organizations or events can use that would do exactly this, tap into people and, and do yeah, that? Yeah, not really. Because that you know, seems like a real opportunity to do a white label CRM platform. That, that's right. And I, and I think it, it is the big opportunity. You know, some people have a mix of, you know, some people use Salesforce, Salesforce. There's right. other, other different, some of the bigger ones. And I think that's, you know, what, what you've hit on there is it's so easy, but a lot of people have this, Oh, it's complicated. It has to be purposeful, though, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, it, I, I don't think it's that hard. It, you know, even to the extent of, you know, how, how can I, how can I create personas within my database? So, you know, Neil is a dad who's run with a daughter. So let's have 
parents in there and you know glenn's a serious runner and and chris is a social runner and you might have four or five different personas and you send different messages to that group as opposed to the you know often it's the blanket approach entries for the marathon and i'm not even using this as singapore as an example entries for the marathon have opened as opposed to last year you ran in the 10k entries for the 10k are open and maybe you'd like to run in the half marathon this year but it's this blanket festival thing where it's not even targeted enough to know that chris is a bloke who turns up and runs with his kid every year maybe the marathon's not that interesting to him but the the, mm. the kids dash or maybe mm. the 5k or the 10k might so those kind of things which you know again coming back to the the point that i made a little while ago the industry is made up of lots of entrepreneurs lots of small businesses many of them struggling the business model in this industry is under quite significant threat in terms of whilst it's exploding in many parts of the world the cost of doing business is getting higher and higher i was just at the press conference yesterday for the marathon and i bumped into some people from melbourne mm. they've just had a situation they're fed Federation Square in Melbourne mm. just doubled the cost of all of their their rentals for, for running events. So it went in, in that case from twenty thousand to forty thousand dollars just like that. Someone wow. in the council said we're doubling it. And this is oh. happening in many places right. around the world. So cost of doing business, security, all those kind of yeah. things. And a lot of these entrepreneurs say, Well, we're we're so busy trying to make ends meet over here that marketing almost becomes an afterthought where it should be yeah, the yeah. thing right in the beginning. Whereas we're investing in CRM to engage with these particular so that they keep coming back. And the rise in mass participation that you talked about across the region is not enough, obviously, to offset these costs, these additional costs? What's happening is that, as has kind of happened as, as the running boom of the 70s and 80s kind of spread across the world, quite a lot of people look at it and say, ha, oh, this is a way to make money. They do the quick calculation mm. and they say, well, 10,000 people running at X number of dollars. Mm. People don't understand the business mm. model of, you know, the time that's involved, which is obviously money, um, the, the, the cost of, of setting up the events, all the infrastructure and everything that you're giving, the goodie bags and the medals and, and that kind of thing. The model here in Asia is completely the, the reverse in many ways of what it is in, is in Europe and America. So in Europe and America, many of those events will sustain on entry fees yeah. because they're fairly large ones whereas you know in Singapore it's slightly different but as, yep. as you go into Malaysia and Thailand and China and, and, and India you know people are paying five and ten dollars for an entry fee so you have these events that get built and because the numbers are massive they, they, they kind of break even for a long time they're dependent on sponsorship and you might have an event that's been around for five six years they lose their title sponsor or they lose their government grant and they disappear overnight yeah. whereas in America if someone loses a title sponsor that means they've lost their cream and they can still maybe continue to hang in there for a while yeah. so that kind of model is is quite tenuous and, uh, and 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 again it's you know people running it from their spare rooms in many instances and on that point i mean glenn and i've been talking about the issue of sustainability and waste all morning mm. the goodie bag culture yeah. which is particularly prevalent in singapore I, I it's a i i have a real complicated relationship with it because i understand why we always want something for nothing in Singapore or the perception we want something for nothing. We want to show that we participated. But I'm, I, I do struggle with the waste. You know, yeah. I've taken part in the Eco Run, which doesn't give goodie bags if you don't want them. Where do you stand on that? Oh, very, very much aligned with what you're talking about. In fact, we have uh, quite a, a sustainability thread in the Mass Participation World Conference Excellent. this year. So we have a, a really exciting panel that um, is being chaired by Mike Nishi, who's essentially the race director of Chicago Marathon. And Chicago Marathon 
Coffin is a world leader in what they do. They have a real... My hometown. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. In fact, I, I had the privilege of being over there this year for, for the race and, and seeing what they do. They, they, they've, they've got so many circular systems within there. So all the bottles, uh, the cups get taken and they get um, composted. Brilliant. And they bring them back and they, and they build parks along the, the route. The heat sheets that they, that they give, because it's often quite whole, get recycled and turned into planks, which they make benches out of that they put in parks. The bottles get recycled into fabric and the T-shirts are made out of them. So Mike's mm. going to be leading that. We've got Girish Ramachandran, the regional um, president of Tata Consultancy Services on that panel. Nalin Naidu, who's coming in from awesome. Switzerland. Uh, we've got a really high-powered high panel. Dan Ashworth, who's one of the biggest uh, producers of metals in the U.S., is coming to talk about the recycling that they do of metals that are left over in Brilliant. events and so, so, so on. So we want to talk about their carbon footprint, though. We don't want to sound like Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they've, they've done those carbon uh, offsets. Uh, uh, that sounds uh, wonderful. Yeah. When so, I did the Eco Run very quickly, they had a, a simple plastic reusable foldable cup that you hooked to your, or kept it in your pocket, yeah. filled it, put it back in your pocket. It's, it's the simple stuff, I think, at these events that have yeah. the long-term legacy. I saw an incredible picture last weekend. So one of our other sustainability sessions is uh, CIMB and the Music Run. So they've partnered together in, in Malaysia. CIMB saw this great platform to share their corporate sustainability initiatives. And they've, they had what they believe the first carbon neutral mm. running event in the region, maybe in the world. Incredible wow. initiative. Fantastic. And, and Sam Middlehurst, who's the, the, the founder of, uh, the co-founder of Fresh Events, who put it on, showed me a photograph of the stadium in, in Kuala Lumpur half an hour after the event finished. There wasn't one piece of plastic or refuge wow. or anything on the Brilliant. stadium for. And they'd had nearly 20,000 participants in that event and all these initiatives they put in, no plastic bottles and all sorts of other things. So Surely. Th it's hard, but the opportunities that's, are there. That's the no positive note to end That's yeah. the way forward. Chris Robb, the CEO, founder of Mass Participation World, big conference coming up here December 2nd to the 4th in the, at the Hilton. Thanks so much for being on with us on weekend mornings. Wonderful, thank you. Great to see you guys great again. See you. Thanks Brilliant. for having me. Thank you, Chris. Thanks. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.